Hello, this is Frank Bell, and today I would like to talk about the Move Bike Computer application for Android. This was inspired by the suggestion on the HPR webpage to talk about your favorite Android app. And I must say, I think that the Move Bike Computer is indeed my favorite Android app. It's a little application that is designed to track time, speed, and route of a bicyclist, and then to display the statistics and to display the route against the background of Google Maps. As a preface, I've been, I guess I would say, an avid bicyclist most of my life. I pretty much grew up on a bicycle. I grew up in the country. The nearest house was almost a quarter mile away, and the bicycle was my ticket to mobility until I got to be 15 years old and to get my driver's license. And the fact that I was able to get my driver's license at age 15 probably gives you a hint that I am an old codger. I've ridden a bicycle off and on through most of my life. The primary determinant of whether or not I'm bicycling at a particular time is the amount of traffic that surrounds me and how flat the terrain is. When I lived in Norbert, Pennsylvania, I bicycled quite a bit. It was flat. The particular spot that I lived in was away from the traffic, and there was beautiful, broad, flat suburban streets uh, where you could safely bicycle without being in fear of your life. When I moved to northern Delaware, not so much. You don't really notice it when you're driving a car, but upper Delaware between Wilmington and Pennsylvania is quite hilly. You notice it when you're on a bicycle. There are low hills until you try to pedal up them on a bicycle. And now I'm back in the flatlands of Virginia Beach, Virginia, tucked away in the corner of a development around a golf course where the bicycling is safe and the scenery is attractive and the traffic is low. The bicycle I currently have is a Fuji Sports 10 that dates from the mid-70s. I got it from an outfit called the Urban Bike Project in Wilmington, Delaware. The Urban Bike Project, among its other endeavors, will take donated bicycles and being located in not the worst area, but certainly not the best area of Wilmington, teaches the local children how to care for and maintain bicycles. And if a child refurbishes, I'm using that term very loosely, they don't go out and buy new parts and stuff like that, but basically spruce up and maintain. If a child refurbishes a bicycle himself or herself, they can get to keep it. That's part of their goal is to put bicycles into the hands of people who can appreciate and who need them. My son actually was volunteering there, I think because he liked a couple of the girls who were volunteering there and got me interested in it. And both of us bought used bicycles from them at a quite reasonable price. I think I paid $75 for mine, and he paid about the same for the one that he got. When I finished getting it up to speed after I had moved here and decided that this was a great area for bicycling, it occurred to me that it would be fun to keep track of where I went and how fast I got there. Not that I'm racing for speed, but more just for curiosity. So I had seen cases for sale in bike shops, cases for holding iJump, uh, iPhones. So it occurred to me that perhaps 
if people were using iPhones on their bicycles, perhaps there'd be something in the Android market. So I searched for free apps, and I found two. One was something called Map My Ride. It seemed to have more downloads, so I figured I'd give that a try first. I went to install it, and then when it displayed the permissions that it wanted, and I always read that permissions display when I'm installing a new application, it said it wanted access to my contacts. I stopped right there. I didn't read any farther. I could think of no legitimate reason for bicycle tracking software to want to know who I was emailing, telephoning, or texting. So then I tried this other one, Move Bike Computer, and I've been happily using it now for over a year. The way it works is that it accesses GPS satellites, and on the screen it will display how many satellites it's connected with. And using the GPS data computes your route and your speed. And then when you're done, you can look at your speed, your route, the time you spent, and have that information plotted on Google Maps. When you first start it up, if you do not have your GPS turned on, it will prompt you to turn on GPS tracking in the phone. I normally do not keep GPS turned on on my phone. I Maybe I've watched too many episodes of NCIS. I don't have a use for it, so why use it? I turn it on and off when I need it. Once it starts and the GPS is on, it takes between 30 seconds and a minute, sometimes a little longer, to establish a connection with the GPS satellites. You know that it's connected when the fields on the screen for displaying time and speed and whatnot fill in with numerals. Then press the menu button on the phone and select record track. At this point, it will ask you if you want to continue your previous track. If you're out on a long ride with friends or where you might stop for lunch or something like that, I can see a use for continuing the previous track. But what I do is I normally set out, I ride around for a while, and I stop. So I almost always select no and start the track anew. Then I put the phone in its case, put the case in the bag on the bicycle, and I take off. When I'm done, I take the case out of the bag, I take the phone out of the case, unlock the screen, and press the menu button, then press stop, and the track will be saved. The next thing I normally do is press the menu button, and I press tracks, and then I see a list of my tracks with the newest at the top of the list, and I can touch the one that I want to look at. It will display. While you're viewing the track, you can press the menu and get several different options. The two most significant would be to show the stats, which displays them in a box superimposed on the map, or send the stats. And I will normally press send the stats. The application will present me with the list of applications I have on my phone for sending stuff, such as Facebook, Google Plus, and my mail client, Canine Mail. Gmail, and so on. And I normally just email to the, them to myself, where later on I pick up the email on my laptop and enter the data into a spreadsheet just for curiosity. 
And I do want to mention, when it records your speed, it then will present that information in three figures. Your average speed when you're moving, your top speed, and what the application calls the gross average speed, which is the speed calculated including any time you spent standing still. And when it presents your time, it presents the time, again, in three categories. The total time from the time you started recording to the time you stopped recording. Your idle time, the amount of time you spent standing still, whether you were sitting at a stop sign or stopped for a drink of water or whatever reason, stopped to chat with a neighbor or take a picture of that kitty over there. And your active time, which is the time you actually spent in motion. I sometimes also will take pictures of the various maps. I don't use a screenshot to do that. I look into getting some kind of screenshot capability on the phone and decided that it was more trouble or more money or both that I wanted to devote to it. I not have no desire to loot my phone. If I had two of them, maybe I might want to root one. I got it to be a phone and to use it, not to be a laboratory and to dissect. So I usually get out my camera. I set it on shutter priority, which is the only way to get a good picture. Set the phone against a dark background, usually the screen of my girlfriend's laptop, which had gone to sleep by then. Take the picture, and then I'll pipe the picture into the gap and manipulate it to get a nice little map. There's a link in the show notes where you can see some of these screens, the, the regular screen, the, the tracking screen, a picture of a track, stats, and so on. So you'll get a sense of what this application looks like. When you're in the normal application mode and you press the menu button, one of the options is settings. I do want to point out the most important settings. One is measurements. By default, is set to metric, which makes sense to developer as a European. You can also set, select U.S. or nautical. There's a rotation setting where you can set whether when you rotate the phone, the application rotates on the screen. The developer recommends locking it to portrait, and I think that's a signed recommendation. When the application is in portrait mode, more information fields appear on the screen than when it's rotated to landscape mode. You can also change your display color in the settings menu. Selecting the color item displays a color wheel, and you have, for all practical purposes, an infinite choice of colors for the text on the screen. By default, when I got it, it was set to blue, when the developer added the color choice to the menu, I experimented with it, and I find for my purposes, at least, the optimal color seems to be green. That seems to provide the best contrast for me against the dark screen. There are a number of other settings on the settings menu. They are very concisely, but also very thoroughly described in the user's guide and the frequently asked questions. And there'll be links to both of those documents in the show notes. The application has a small footprint. The application itself takes up 640K of my phone's memory. The data, of course, will depend on 
how many trips you have, but the data footprint is actually very, very small. Also, since the maps are provided by Google, the data is simply the information for plotting the maps. Oh, and I do want to mention, although it is called Mood Bike Computer, the developer says you can use it for any activity that involves motion, running, skiing, hiking, probably not swimming. I don't think I'd suggest it for swimming. I have even tested it in my vehicle as I was driving around the area last week doing errands and thinking about doing this podcast. I figured I'd turn it on. It did quite a nice job of tracking my route and my speed as I ran my errands. Frankly, it was quite a revelation to discover how much of my 13-mile trek I spent sitting stop at red lights. This is a very nice little application. It's well-behaved. It doesn't nag. It does exactly what it promises and does it very, very well. If you want to email me, you can email me at frank at pineviewfarm.net. Pineviewfarm is all one word. No spaces, no punctuation. And my website is www.pineviewfarm.net. Net. Thank you very much. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 License.